0: This is Three People in Your Head, a podcast about getting the best out of yourself and others, co-hosted by John Fleming and myself, Matt Taylor, sponsored by the International Transactional Analysis Association and the European Association for Transactional Analysis. So what episode is this? This is episode two, series one. Episode two, take two. Yeah. (laughs) exactly exactly yeah so this was originally recorded on the 31st of january 2020 before lockdown was even a thing
1: oh my god yeah we know what was just about to happen it's true
0: yeah the reason why we're doing this is to do a refresh of the seven things yeah update of the seven things you need to know about transactional analysis and one of the reasons why we're doing an update of the seven things you need to know about transactional analysis is because there were some small inaccuracies little details little details yeah that yeah. we listened Not to well recently informed. and thought oh my goodness that needs to be updated oops <laughs> but we were very young in our training at that point and having reflected yeah. on it we decided let's do it again let's share the seven things you need to know about transactional analysis so that anybody who's new to the field will have an idea of what this is all about. Absolutely. There's so many reasons why. If you've not listened to the podcast or if you've not read about TA, it really is worth having a look. There is so much, so many rich models, so many very accessible theories that very quickly you can get a grasp of and they start to enlighten you and improve your awareness of what's happening intrapsychically, what's happening between you and another person, you and a group of people within organizations and systems. It's just a rich body mm-hmm. of work. And we think if you took a look, you'd benefit. So here are the seven
1: things that you need to know about
0: TA. Number one, who founded TA? The founder of TA is a gentleman called Eric Byrne. He was born in Canada in 1910, and he qualified as a doctor of medicine in 1935, and then moved to the U.S. Later, he began a psychiatry residency, and he spent time training with a person called Paul Fordern, who was a psychoanalyst. And that was when he was working in the U.S. Army Medical Corps. His application to the American Psychoanalytic Institute was rejected, and in response to this, he set up his own discipline, and this is where transactional analysis was born. Number two. What
1: is transactional analysis? What we refer to as TA for short. So according to the International Transactional Analysis Association, TA is a social psychology developed by Eric Byrne Burns theory consists of certain key concepts that practitioners use to help clients, students and systems analyze and change patterns of interaction that interfere with achieving life's aspirations. Over the past 40 years, Burns theory has evolved to include applications in many fields and research studies have evaluated the effectiveness of transactional analysis in a wide variety of contexts.
0: Number three, where can TA be used? TA can be used in any arena or field where there is a need or a requirement for understanding individuals, understanding relationships, understanding communication and systems. The main fields of application are psychotherapy, counseling, education, and organizational development. It's also commonly used in coaching, mediation and facilitation, that kind of thing. Point
1: four. What are the philosophical assumptions that underpin TA? Well, the first one is that people are okay. And this really means that you hold yourself and other people in unconditional positive regard. To understand this assumption in more detail, you could look at at Franklin Ernst's OK Chorale, where it talks about different life positions. A slogan that gets bandied around the TA community quite a lot is, I'm OK, you're OK, which is one of four life positions in Franklin Ernst's model. This might help you or support you to understand more about what the philosophical assumption of people being OK really means. The second one is that everyone has the capacity to think. This means that everybody has ability to think, make decisions, and understand concepts, and that holding this in mind when working with people from all different backgrounds and contexts is really important, and that it is not the role of the practitioner to judge or decide how much capacity any one of us has, rather that all of us do have capacity. The third one is that people can decide their own destiny and that these decisions can be changed if they wish. So this really speaks to choice as being a central aspect in promoting autonomy in transactional analysis uh, and autonomy really talking about at a psychological level. We'll talk more about autonomy shortly when we talk about the goal of TA. Point
0: five. What are the underpinning principles of TA? The first one is open and transparent communication. So this means that if you're using TA or you're in the world of TA, you would name things. For example, you might name your thought process, say what it is that you're thinking. You might name your feelings, express what's going on emotionally. You might name what you notice or what you become aware of. So someone in the TA world might be described as a person who names the elephant in the room that everybody else is avoiding naming. You know, that sense that there's something going on here in this dialogue or there's something going on here in this group work and it's not being spoken to. So, TA, open and transparent communications, one of the underpinning principles. The other one is the contractual method. So Eric Byrne defined a contract or contracting as an explicit bilateral commitment to a well-defined course of action. And obviously embraces the philosophical assumptions that John was talking about. And so contracting aligns with those assumptions and supports the establishment of a therapeutic alliance or healthy working relationships. Point six. What is the
1: goal of TA? So when I spoke to you about the philosophical assumptions earlier, I said that one of them was that people can decide their own destiny and these decisions can be changed. So really, this is aiming for autonomy, what I might call more clearly psychological autonomy. So really freeing people up from the things that bind them in life. So TA for a long time has had autonomy be the ultimate goal or outcome in whatever context you're using TA, whether it be therapeutically, coaching, working in organizations, education, and the founder of TA, Eric Byrne, defines that autonomy is the recovery of three vital human capacities, spontaneity, awareness, and intimacy. Putting it more simply, I might call these the three key ingredients of autonomy. So in order to have autonomy, you need to have spontaneity, awareness and intimacy. More recently, there has been a new goal emerging in the TA community, which is homonymy, which is slightly different from autonomy. Mm. And it's really promoting this sense of us being interconnected, where autonomy might be more about an individual Uh, seeking out what they want and individuating and having their own needs met, which may have been relevant over the last century. Homonomy is about us coming together in pursuit of having our needs met and doing that in an interconnected way. So I don't want to say that it is now the goal of TA, but it appears that some in the TA community are presenting it as such.
0: Point seven. How TA has evolved. From its conception, TA has grown in a very dynamic way. There are many other professionals from diverse backgrounds and fields that joined TA and joined Byrne in the development of the theory. After Burn's passing, this continued, and new research and theories constantly being born. This is mostly published through the Transactional Analysis Journal and the International Journal for Transactional Analysis Research and Practice. TA has and continues to make a valuable, potent contribution to the world. And it has helped and assisted millions of people in becoming more autonomous and now promoting homonymy as well so that we can lead healthier and happier lives. Bingo. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what you said four years ago when we finished. So those are the seven intro points to TA. Actually, as you were sharing those, I thought this is really good. I'm really glad you mentioned homonymy. So this sense of we and how... Hmm we are all affected by each other, I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, and I suppose incredibly important given the context we're all now living within with wars, climate Mm. change, political unrest. Yeah. it's uh, There's a sense, I think, in this century that coming together will be more important than individuating like we have been doing in the previous century.
0: Yeah. And as you were sharing that as well, I thought... There's so many principles here if we are able to be present enough to live by them that could really make a huge difference. So this idea of homonymy, but also open and transparent communication where we say what's really on our mind in a in an integrated way, in a mature adult way. That is just is such an important principle. Absolutely. For me, there's a lot about TA that very quickly can make a difference to your understanding of yourself and your understanding of what's going on in the dynamics with you and others and you and the groups and organizations that you're part of and so it's a brilliantly useful set of theories and models really can make a big difference so listen to the other podcasts if you've not heard them yet and get yourself booked onto a TA 101, which is like the standardized introduction course, a couple of days learning about TA theory. Bada bing, bada boom. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're pretty much done. And thanks for listening. We look forward to connecting to you in the future. Bye. As always, if you found anything in today's episode interesting, please feel free to reach out. You can visit our website, which has lots of information and resources, tapodcast.com. You can connect with us on all major platforms, such as Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And you can email us at info at If you aren't already, please follow us wherever you get your podcast from. And we would really appreciate a review on the platform you're listening on as well. It helps raise the profile of the podcast, And TA. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by the International Transactional Analysis Association. You can find out more information on the ITAA at www.itaaworld.org forward slash ITAA membership benefits. And the European Association for Transactional Analysis. You can find more information on AATA at www.eatanews.org.